Welcome to Food Management's One-on-One with Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bizalka. Today I'm talking with Fred Johnson, Senior Area General Manager for Sodexo at the U.S. House of Representatives in Washington, D.C., about the operations he oversees, and more dramatically, about his experiences dealing with the Capitol Hill riot that occurred in early January. Chef Johnson, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, let, let me start by asking uh, about the operations that you oversee on the House of Representatives for um, SEDEC. So I understand there's like over a dozen over a couple of buildings. Could you give us kind of an overview? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we have uh, 13 units that I oversee, and we have one member's dining room, which is a fine dining restaurant that serves the members of Congress. We have six brands. Uh, like Dunkin', ABP, and Pizza, Subway, uh, and John Butt. And we also have four cafeterias. I imagine there were some operational adjustments over the past year because of the pandemic. What were some of the things you had to kind of limit or change or adjust? Yeah, so when, when, when uh, COVID started, we did have, we went from uh, down to one cafeteria, which was located at the Capitol, and uh, until we got our, you know, COVID measures in place, barriers, floor decals, uh, and sanitize the proper sanitizer, then we expanded, uh, opening a brand, opening another cafeteria. So as when everything happened, everything shut down. And also, we removed all of our self-service stations, and then started seeing new innovative uh, devices come out, like this plasticware. You pull it and no one touches it, so it's like COVID safe. So we started implementing that, uh, paddles for coffee, so people could self-service again. So we really evolved uh, from the beginning of nothing to one cafeteria to three to four locations, and now we're looking at opening a total of seven or eight. So we've come a long ways with implementing the COVID-friendly devices and the measures, and everyone now is in tune. Well, that was kind of an extended um, uh, emergency. I understand, though, that you had a pretty immediate one on January 6th. Um, what, when did you first get an inkling that there was going to be some trouble there, and what did you do first? So when I first got the inkling, it was from being here every day, working here, uh, the news. I mm-hmm. keep myself in tune with what's going on. So as I walked in that morning, to work, I took an extra walk to kind of get the feel of what was going on outside the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were used to here um, protesting, friendly protests. We're used to gatherings where it's not uncommon to see people gathering and having a megaphone or a few signs. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see anything out of the ordinary that morning, but I did notice there was a lot more people than normal. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was one thing, but I did it because I knew there was this talk and there was this warning signs, you know, on the news. So I wanted to make sure because of the extent of what I was responsible for that day, that, you know, it wasn't anything to be concerned about. And I didn't feel like there was at that time. And that was around eight o'clock that morning. And then I went and proceeded to make my rounds to all the units that were open. We had about five units open that day. And, uh, you know, nothing seemed out of the norm. One o'clock, I had a uh, government segment live broadcast that I had to be on. Mm -hmm. I was on that broadcast. I got a phone call 
that said uh, one of the units, one of the buildings was being evacuated. I didn't know what that meant. You know, it could have been a smoke alarm fire. Mm-hmm. I have no idea at that point. Mm-hmm. So the manager goes to Longworth, the large cafeteria, get everybody there and just wait it out and we'll get more information, make sure everything's closed, shut down, you know, equipment turned off. And then, uh, you know, 20 minutes later, I have the news. I'm lucky to have a TV in my office. And I looked over and I see these people hanging off of the front steps of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started really, you know, hitting home that there was stuff going on outside. Uh, the meeting was wrapping up. I got off of that, made some phone calls to the client. Um, I made some phone calls to the other units, telling them to close down, mm-hmm. go to the Longworth cafeteria. I grabbed my coat, my bag, my keys, and went to the nearest unit that's near my office. And, you know, the the atmosphere in there is when you're working in the kitchen, you have no idea what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. So they had no clue that there was anything going on in there. And it was a subway brand. I went in the back door. I said, everyone, you know, be calm. Just we're going to close down right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to long or make sure you grab your coats, your keys, everything that you need and uh, follow me and make sure your badge is worn. You know, everyone knew there was something going on because mm-hmm. there were a lot of talk on the news, but not that there was what was happening. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew the extent. Make sure your badge is out. And then we filed down the hallway headed towards the Longworth cafeteria. We saw Capitol police that were ducking like doorways. Um, just basically pulled my badge out, you know, wanted to make sure we didn't blend in too much because we had our coats on, you know, we looked like we were coming from outside mm-hmm. and they let us pass to Longworth. And once we got to Longworth, which is the large cafeteria that I keep referencing, that was the space that I wanted all employees to gather and, um, get a head count. I started a roster, put all names on it. Uh, there was some excitement, you know, because my phone was blowing up. All the employees were getting calls from family, friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. So you have to, uh, one thing I remember in the military was as long as you're calm, everyone else will be calm. Mm-hmm. So it's important to be calm in a situation like that. And I've had several situations in my military career where I've had to evacuate, you know, 20 or 30 people off mm-hmm. an airplane that we emergency landed. So I think that kicked in at that moment that, you know, everything's okay. We're in a safe place. We got Capitol police around the entire perimeter. As soon as they let us go, we're going to, we're going to, you know, when it's, when it's safe, we will, we'll exit and I'll let you know, just maintain six feet distance, be safe. The new, unfortunately the news was on and it wasn't helping my case because Mm -hmm. it was just bad. (laughs) And I'm like saying everything's fine. Well, you know, and we were safe, so that was, uh, you know, that measure was taken to get everyone's names, report back to HR, let the company know that, hey, the employees are all here, they're accounted for, no one was injured, no one, everyone is safe, and then therefore let the union know, and then et cetera. So it was, it was I, I think there was no predetermined measures that were in place, but mm-hmm. uh, it was the military instinct kicked in, and what do you do? You get everyone in the same place, you account for them, Make sure everyone is okay. Nobody's nobody's uh, hurt. No one's injured. Hey, what, you know, what was it like where you were? And absolutely nothing. Nobody had seen anything mm-hmm. except for the folks that were inside the Capitol. As they were walking, they did see people running through the hallways. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just did exactly what I said and went to the cafeteria. We waited it out for about six hours. And uh, then they let the security 
Capitol Police came in and said, you know, you guys are free to go out this entrance. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that time, I was approached by our client and said, hey, uh, is there any chance you guys can feed the members and the staff that are and the police that are here Mm -hmm. that have been here this whole time? And I said, you know, first, I'm like trying to get them. I was gearing up to feed the employees at that point until they said it was free to go, but mm-hmm. I could not keep them there because they had been there since six o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't safe. Mm-hmm. The managers, so it was me and five others. I rallied them up in the back office and said, look, this is what we got to do. We're going to, we have an opportunity to feed these people that are scared and hungry and misplaced. And that's what we're going to do. So we, uh, did pizza grill and, um, I think we did some salads and stuff, but we fed over 515 people, including Capitol Police members of Congress and staff. And we got out of there about midnight. But we, you know, no one had any food, and that felt like that was a, we did, well, that's what we did. Were, were any of your operations penetrated by outsiders? Any damage or anything like that? No, there was, the way that the cafeterias are set up and the, mm-hmm. and the brands are all, they're inundated in the office. You can mm-hmm. walk down the hall right now and you won't even know that there's food mm-hmm. down that hallway. Okay. So no, nobody made any, nobody got into any cafeterias that uh, no damage was reported or nothing like that. It was, it's for the most part, the Capitol Police did what they needed to do to secure the hallway, secure the buildings, and prevent those from coming into the the, op, the buildings outside the Capitol. Mm-hmm. There were some, that's what started it in Cannon was there was some uh, someone apparently that may have gotten in that wasn't supposed to be, but uh, for the most part, there wasn't a lot of activity in the buildings that, uh, that one that we were in for, for sure, long work. So it sounds like your, your priority was to make sure that the staff, your staff is safe. Uh, how, many, how many people were on site on your staff at, that day, approximately? Approximately 40, 40 employees and about eight or nine managers. So we had, you know, it, we, it wasn't a full full staff day, but we did have quite a bit of people. Um, how did they re, I mean, react? Any other, any other reactions from them? I mean, um, they pretty much sounded like they were pretty professional if under pretty trying circumstances. Oh, yeah. They, I think... Who's that? The employees? Yes. Yes. They. Well, the reality was, you know, we the managers stayed calm and we continued to communicate. They had their phones. They were free to talk to their families. Mm-hmm. They were free to watch the news, and everybody was professional. They stayed in the one section. They had guidance. I mean, we directed, we organized it, and uh, we got all their information. They felt like they were really being taken care of. That was the feedback I got. The reason we had so many of them there that day was that was the day that they were going to validate the election. So there was mm. a joint session. Yeah. So there was a lot of activity that day. So I had to ramp up and have, you know, accommodate that in, in the service required for it. Looking back on that event, um, what else did you learn about yourself and about your staff um, from a pretty traumatic experience? Well, I think that uh, looking back at it, I think when you just read, if you don't have time to think about what's going on and you just basically re- react in a uh, calm manner, I think is from what I learned in the military was, well, you know, just be calm and instill that in them. I think that, you know, everybody was, 
I don't think I learned anything. I just think that if I had this situation again, I would follow the same procedures is get everybody in one central location, continue to communicate, communicate, communicate. And, and that really gave me, I believe a calm. It, it gave it a, the reaction was everything was safe. Everyone felt good. The union was reported that they were, we treated everybody great. We we were concerned about their safety as our own. And, uh, we had no, that was all positive. And I think that I would, I would, I would encourage anyone in this situation to take a minute, remain calm and remember that calmness reminates into the employees and to the other managers and it makes the situation much easier than chaos. Well, definitely a, a valuable um, lesson for everybody who might get into a situation like that, which let's hope doesn't happen and certainly doesn't happen to you again. Chef Johnson, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you're welcome.